All right, what's up, fanatics? It is uh, Tuesday afternoon when I'm recording this. I'll try and keep it very uh, generic so I don't step on, you know, anything. I don't want to make it dated with the basketball games coming up tonight for both the men and the women. This is part, um, the second time we've done this. It's the Ask CW Anything podcast. And then I'll have another one for you on Thursday. You guys um, really threw a lot at me. And I don't really have time to do it all today, so we're going to break this up into two podcasts, one today, and then one will be posted for you Thursday morning. And today we are presented by our friends at Ames Eye and Des Moines Eye. Go to the Cyclone Fanatic Facebook page, and uh, you can see a video where I went to Des Moines Eye last week and uh, had my uh, eye checkup. Things are good. 2020 vision, baby. Got to love it, but I still wear these computer glasses so that the uh, computer screen that I stare at for hours upon hours every day doesn't burn my retina. And you should go and get your eyes checked too. Tell Dr. Kruger I said hello, Dr. Donner, and um, go check them out at Ames Eye and Des Moines Eye. And I like the fact that they're local. That's huge for me. Good local company, good local people, really, really big Iowa State fans. All right, this is the... um, Ask CW anything version of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. I have not read your questions yet. Let's just get after it. And I'm not even going to like, um, I'm going to do half of them today, half of them on Thursday. JM4Sci says, which Big 12 rival do you dislike the most and would even go out of your way to root against? You have to pick one. Don't be a sissy, he says. Um, is this in basketball or football? I think it's a fair question. I guess I'll just answer both. Uh, in, in football, I would root against Baylor. Right? I feel like that's a really obvious one. Um, I'm just trying to think, like, if there's any other programs that I, don't, I really don't like. I like Tom Herman. He's a friend of mine. Most people would say Texas because I, most people despise Tom Herman. I don't really root against Texas. Um, I'm not a huge Kansas State fan. I don't know why. I think all the years of the the vampire bullying the clones around probably got to me. For some reason, I'm not a big Kansas fan either. I can't really explain it. But like in hoops every year when Kansas is, you know, kind of waving the flag of the Big 12, I do tend to root for them. I definitely like Baylor basketball. I like Scott Drew a lot. I'm a, I am like Texas Tech basketball, but I'm not crazy about Texas Tech football, although now that Matt Wells is there, I, I know the Wells family well. I kind of like them. So, yeah, it would probably be Baylor in football, and in basketball I would probably – Kansas or Kansas State, I don't know. Those two schools. I don't. I'm not a huge Huggins guy either. Like he's entertaining to me, but I don't really root for West Virginia basketball. I don't necessarily love the style. I hope that helps. I'm not being a sissy. Not only did I pick one, I gave you a bunch of examples. That's a phenomenal answer. All right, question number two. Um, this is from Psyched. And that's with a C. Oh, you guys are piggybacking off of each other, okay? Um, If you had to pick another Big 12 school to be a fan of, who would you choose and why? 
um, I've always, for some reason, felt like Oklahoma State and Iowa State have a lot in common with the, um, you know, with the State University ag thing. I don't know. I don't know if I'd be an Oklahoma State fan, per se. Um, again, this comes down to football and basketball for me, two different deals. I, I, I wouldn't be a Baylor fan, but I, I like to root for Scott Drew. I like to root for Chris Beard. I think those are really good guys. Um, I would not pick West Virginia in either one of them. I would not pick Texas or Oklahoma in either one of them. Yeah, I'd probably go Oklahoma State. I think if I, if I had to pick one. It'd probably be Oklahoma State. Now, of the four trader schools, you have to choose two to readmit to the Big 12. Who do you pick and why? Um, For me, that's fairly simple. It would be Nebraska and Missouri. For me, maybe Colorado instead of Missouri, actually, just because I really like that road trip. I really like Boulder a lot. Columbia is a really nice school and a nice town, too. Uh, Give me – Give me Colorado and Nebraska. Give me Nebraska definitely because of the football brand that it brings, and I, I just you know I liked that that game with Iowa State, and then Colorado because I love Boulder. Boulder's a great town to visit. There you go, and it brings a different time zone into it. Only TV geeks like me care about that. Although the Mountain time zone's really kind of you know. Uh, irrelevant when it comes to television. All right, Cyclone 4L writes, what is your biggest epiphany moment when you that you've had while running Cyclone Fanatic? What would you be doing if you weren't running Cyclone Fanatic? Very good questions. Those are loaded. Um, you know, the biggest um, epiphany moment I had, I it, it's hard to name like exactly when this happened. But it would have been years ago, and it was just like, okay, like, you've really, you've got to, the only way that this thing is going to continue to not only survive but grow is you've got to turn into more of a businessman and less of a sports writer, which I really fought for a really long time. Like, it was really hard for me. I, I just wanted to be a sports writer. That's why I got into this thing. I just wanted to be a broadcaster. I, I, I never got into this thing to be – you know, a businessman per se, but it, you know, there was a certain point where I remember it was probably shortly after Adam Gray left, to be honest with you, when it was just like, okay, um, somebody's got to head this thing up. Otherwise we're just going to keep spinning our wheels because, you know, we have people who depend on us now. We have actual employees. Like this isn't just you guys in your message board, like it was 10 years ago. So, yeah, I would say right around then, um, which would have been probably a little – I don't remember how long ago that was. It was less than five years ago because my daughter was born already when Adam left, but it was right around there. I was wanting to hire Jared, um, and I knew that we needed some more structure within our company, and that's when I kind of started to shift – really the way that I think in general, and it probably had something to do with having a child as well. But, yeah, I'm looking at the numbers and I'm looking at, like, longevity and, like, how long can we keep doing this and what do we have to do to 
not only sustain, uh, but grow. I mean, that's the goal with any business. You want to keep growing. And uh, how do we make our product better for the users? And yeah, it was right around there. What would I be doing if I wasn't doing Cyclone Fanatic? It's a really good question. I don't know because this is all I know. I don't feel like I'm that good at anything else. That sounds really um, self-deprecating, but I, 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 this is all I know. Like you guys don't get it. Like the first job I ever really had in this business was CycloneNation.com with Scout back in the day. Um, I I went and did small town radio for a while, but I always wanted to do the Cyclone fan site thing. It was always my passion. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I've had opportunities to leave and to go do other things in more mainstream media. That's not really my thing. I prefer being the outsider, I guess. I prefer being independent. I don't like having to answer to um, people in New York City as long as I don't have to. Um, and granted, I, I say that somewhat hypocritically because I work for iHeartMedia too as well. But um, I, I, I like the independence of this. So if I if I couldn't do that, I, I wouldn't say never. I wouldn't say I wouldn't ever work for, you know, a Gannett or somewhere like that. But I don't know if I, w- I don't know if I'd want to. I would probably be – I would probably try and teach at some capacity if it's journalism, if it's business. I would probably try and go that route at a junior college or maybe even get my master's and do it at Iowa State. I'd like to think that I would be able to have that opportunity at this point. Um, I also like, you know, the one thing I've really gotten into over the years, and I don't know if I can necessarily do it professionally, but I think I'm decent at it, is in the world of finance. I've really gotten into personal finance and learning that realm. I don't necessarily think I should be a financial advisor. I don't have those skills, Um, but I – something like in, in like financial marketing or I don't know. And I'm starting a new company too. I mean, it's not really out there yet, but I am starting my own media company. That's going to be doing consulting and, um, you know, managing marketing management, stuff like that. I'll probably tell you guys about that here a little more down the road, but I'm, I'm really interested into building businesses these days. That's what I really am passionate about. And uh, hopefully we can keep doing it with this one. But thanks for asking. That was good for me to just kind of open up and think about. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Like two years ago, I would have said a teacher, though. That was what kind of my backup. Or a lawyer. I was going to go to law school, too. And that, that thing kind of um, – that's a whole other deal. But if I if the Cyclone Fanatic thing didn't work out, I was going to go to law school. Um, but here we are. I'm 35 and still doing it. Uh, Intrepid 27, do you think not making transfers sit a year would help or hurt ISU? Please address both football and basketball. Hmm. In football, I think it would help. Because I don't think that – I really like Matt Campbell's approach to it. We've talked to him about this multiple times when Matt says that – it's all about your culture, and if you have a great culture, then guys won't want to leave, et cetera. So I think it would, it would, I think it would help Iowa State football, especially when you consider how many scholarships there are. You know, like you've got 85 of them. How many really good players are like freshmen who think that they should be playing somewhere and they're not because they're just not ready? Those guys would be more likely to transfer, I think, than in basketball with only 13 scholarships. There's just – and, and – I think that Iowa State might be able to pour, pull more high-level guys because of that, if that makes sense. 
basketball is so AAU driven. That's the big difference between the two. Basketball is turning into an absolute cesspool. It's always been a cesspool with basketball recruiting, but I'm really, um, I don't know. I'm not turned off by the sport, but I'm not as into college basketball as I was five years ago. And I know what you're thinking. Well, that's because Iowa State was good. Well, they were good last year too. And I was like, it's not anything going on here. It's the sport as a whole, with the one and dones and the transferring and the I. It, that's why I like the women's game. I've been able to watch every game of Ashley Jones' career, and I'll be able to do it freshman through senior. This is not an indictment on the guys who leave early. Good for Taylor Horton Tucker. I'm glad he's making a lot of money. He's going to be a pro for 10 years. Awesome. But I, but I can also tell you as a fan, I like to watch these guys and gals develop and get to know them and do all those things. Like Inez Nezakwa, like to watch where she was from day one and where she's at now. We get to see get to see all the great Iowa State women do that and watch their growth and watch them come in as girls and leave as young women. It's amazing. I love that aspect of it. I love it. So I I I wish there was less transferring, but I don't think that that's realistic. I think it's going to become more. I I'll I'll put it. Th- I think it'll help. I think it'll help both because you're in a high major league and. You're going to be able to get guys who, like this year, if you could do that immediately, look at how much playing time they have to offer up, right? I think it would help both. Make a long story short. Fishhead. Which ISU coach, past or present, did you most enjoy working with? In the same vein, which would you most enjoy drinking beers with? Well, I like drinking beers with Bill Finley. So that's my answer to that one. I love Bill Finley. I would take a bullet for Bill Finley. Um, which did I most enjoy working with? Now, that's super interesting. Because what do you mean by that? Like behind the scenes stuff? Are you talking about like after a game, listening to him, you know, break down a game? I really enjoy um, – I think Steve Prohm's a really good quote. Um, I know a lot of people probably are just going to immediately roll their eyes with that answer because, but if you listen to Steve, like he really gives good answers. Um, I think I would probably say I like working with Matt Campbell the most because he is very, very unique. He challenges me. If you watch Matt's press conferences, if you don't ask him a good question, he is going to give you a terrible answer. Don't ask open-ended questions with Matt Campbell, folks. You ain't going to get anywhere. Matt challenges you. I really like that about him. I really like that about him. He doesn't really necessarily view the media the way that a lot of coaches used to in the past. I think Matt likes to use the media like a chess piece, and that's fun when you're on the other side because you can try and zig when he zags. I enjoy that. I liked working with McCarney a lot, but I was so young and dumb I didn't know what I was doing, so I can't realistically say that. I hated working with Chiswick. He was horrible to me. Not, Not personally. It's just like it wasn't a good experience for me back in the day. Um, everybody who knows Gene well says that he's a pretty good guy. I don't know him well, so I can't say 
one way or another. Rhodes was fine. The one thing about coaches is it's usually they're usually great to work with at the beginning, and then once they start to feel some pressure, they deteriorate. Fred was good. Uh, Fred was always witty. I really liked working with him. We haven't really had many bad experiences. Chiswick wasn't great. You know, it wasn't a bad. It, it was it was not a great experience for me. Even McCarney wasn't, but that was more my fault than his. Probably Chiswick, too. I probably should take more because I was so young. I didn't know what I was doing. You know, I, I probably didn't even belong in the room. I like working with Pollard more than anyone because Pollard will just come on your radio show and start dropping bombs, and he doesn't care. I love that. But I actually, I'd probably say Finley in both of the answers, to be, to be honest with you, because I think that – but he's – you know, women's basketball doesn't get the – headlines that the other stuff does so uh yeah you know who i really like too is um is dresser i really think that he's interesting i just don't know wrestling well enough to but i think he's a really good quote if 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 you're into if you're into wrestling much more than jackson was i i never really could get fired up about that because he just um he he just didn't give you much so there you go. That I don't know if that, that that's kind of bloviate, bloviating right there. JSB, regardless of whether you believe paying athletes is the right thing to do, do you think it would hurt or help Iowa State? I don't know. Probably help, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. The reason I said probably help is because I think that if it would ever get to that point where they're truly paying the players, it would be a situation where there's a, you know, autonomy within the power five and they're doing their own thing and that you could start to get a lot of the like, you know, if a quarterback's really good and he's going to go to Boise, you could probably get him in Ames, but I think he may be able to do that already. Um, I, this is my answer on this. And I've said this on the radio a few times. I'll say it here. I don't know. This is a really hard thing for me. This whole thing is so complicated. And I feel like anybody, you guys want me to be honest with you. I'm being honest with you. This is above my pay grade. For everybody who says that they have all the answers to this, I just, I challenge you on that. And I'm not saying that it can't work to pay the players. And I actually think morally we should be paying the players. But I want to know how it could work. And I just want more details before I have like a hot opinion on it. And until I have a hot opinion on it, I don't know how I can have an opinion on if it would hurt or help Iowa State. My gut tells me, I don't think, I don't know if it would change that much. So, I, you know, I take back what I initially said. That's why I'm doing this off the cuff. Uh, I want to move on. Been there before says high schools in Iowa have gone to group district play for football and a traditional conferences are relegated to other sports. Is this model possible for division one football and basketball? Can the college football expansion be part of this potential grouping where winners earn an automatic birth to the playoff? That's really interesting. I think it's definitely possible for football. I think it's what we need for football, something like this. You know, I think you guys have probably heard me talking about, I want more, smaller conferences that are regional it's another reason why i you know when you asked me the con the question earlier about the conference like who would you want well missouri would be interesting because you can drive isn't that great you can drive think about back in the day when iowa state was in the big 12 north we could drive to any game any game 
Colorado was a bit of a haul, but we could still make it work. We did them all. And I think that, um, you know, as TV is going to keep getting better and streaming and you're watching games from your phone and all this stuff, I think that we're going to need more regional games. So, sure, I think it absolutely could work in football because I think, if anything, football break off away from the NCAA. No, I don't think it will happen in basketball. The NCAA tournament's worth way too much money. So I think they need the NCAA in college basketball. But could it work for football? Absolutely. Give me 10 leagues, 10 10 team leagues. We break them up, or, and then, you know, it's a round robin, and then you're playing three regional games that are non conference games. And yeah, in the winter, um, gets a spot to the playoffs. So there's 10 of them. And then we have like six wild cards. Boom. I just came up with that off the top of my head. It's way better than what we have right now. I just figured it out. Thank you. Be salty, man. Wants to know, what would I rather have happen? The Vikings win a Super Bowl or the Cyclones in the Final Four? Why don't you just ask me which of my daughters I love more? That is not a fair question to ask a man in my situation. Um... If the Cyclones would be winning the Final Four, I would want that. Simple as that. I would want them to win if they could win. The, if, you're, if you're telling me they're going to win the national championship, I want that. I don't have to think about it. But just getting to the Final Four? Who's the coach? I mean, I'd really like to see Steve Prohm get to a Final Four. I think it'd be really cool. Um, you know, Fred's already gone. Like, who's the coach? Is it some guy in 10 years who I don't know? Maybe I'll, maybe I'll be a jerk. I don't know. I would say Iowa state though. Cause I love all of you guys and I've been around for so long and there's so many people in that athletic department. I would be really rooting for if they could win it. If not, I want the Vikings to win the super bowl over Iowa state, just getting to the final four. I'm sorry. If the Vikings ever won a Super Bowl, I'd be drunk for four straight days. I don't think I would go to sleep. Psych One Fanatic Podcast Network here. Um, this coming football, Psych One Dave 25, this coming football season, over under seven and a half wins, over. This is the next step here. We all jumped the gun last year. This is the next step here. Bill Brasky, Forsy. Do you feel like less of a man for pretending to get a snipperuski? I mean, Fails got his knocked out over the KXNO airwaves. No, I don't feel like less of a man because I'm a professional actor, Bill. They recruited me. Because they thought I could play the part better than anybody else. It's acting. I'm a man of the theater. I'm a thespian. Okay? Former one-act play state, all-state champion right here with Clorinda Theater. I was once on the big stage at ISU Theater. I am a professional actor, and if you can't respect that, then I ask that you get off of my message board. 
I'm just kidding. Um, I will. When I do get a vasectomy from the Iowa Clinic and the Iowa Clinic Men's Center, uh, they want to do something big. I don't know what that means. I, I said, like, we should Facebook Live it. Now, obviously my face, not down there. But you know what I mean. So, no, I don't feel like less of a man. I'm an actor. Show some respect for the arts. Roach clone. If Iowa State goes 500 or less overall next year in basketball at the 6-12 and 12 or 7-11 and 11 conference year, does Jamie Pollard move on from Steve Prohm? I would guess because then that would be three and four years down. So I, I, I would guess. The only reason that they wouldn't is if it's like, you know, you just see all sorts of potential oozing from these young guys. And, you know, it's a top 20 class coming in. And you, and you keep an eye on that. But I, I would guess that if he doesn't go three or four years, he, he would be in some trouble. Disky disc. Favorite beer, favorite whiskey, favorite non-alcoholic beverage. Diet Coke. Love Diet Coke. Or I'm also a big fan of the sparkling waters that are out there, the, the seltzer waters that are a hit now. You know what I'm talking about? Love those. I'm awfully fond of the uh, the bubbly brand, the strawberry. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> favorite whiskey I think you guys asked me this on the last one that I why is everybody asking me about whiskey anymore I guess it's a good thing uh, Blanton's would be my all-time favorite whiskey if I had to pick although my my guy uh, Chris Clover up there at Mechdyne he gave me a taste of some Angel Envy I believe it was a rye uh, up at his house a few months ago <laughs> now that was good that was good and then um, a friend of mine got me some of the old, like, bootleg Templeton. Woo! Man, that's smooth. Yeah. Those would all be in the mix. Favorite beer? Um, I'm not going to go with, like, one of the domestics. Like, I'm assuming you mean, like, if you had, like, a craft beer that's your favorite beer, what would that be? And there's two of them that come to mind that are local. The Mexican Spring from 515, I really, really love. Really love that beer. Um, the 80 Acre Wheat from Boulevard is one of my all-time favorites. And I also really love just the good old-fashioned Des Moines IPA from Confluence. There, there's a few of them, if I had to pick. Uh, all right, let's do one more in this one, and then we're going to push the rest of these questions to Thursday here on the Psych One Fanatic Podcast Network. Um, assuming the new NC... Oh, this is the same thing about uh, transfers from Buyer Ball. So we'll move on for that. Assuming Tyrese Halliburton goes pro and other players transfer, what do you see Prome doing with two more scholarships this spring? I don't know. I haven't, to be honest, buyer ball. I haven't done the research on like specifics yet, but I think he's going to try and get older. And if that means grad transfers, um, 
sit out transfers. I don't think he's in the position to do that right now. I think he wants to get older and tougher. You've got the freshman coming in. That's a really good class. Can you add some JUCOs who could come in and play? That's what I would anticipate, to try and get older immediately. This has been Ask CW Anything on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Of course, we are presented by our friends at Ames Eye and Des Moines Eye. Another session. I'll finish out the mailbag coming up on Thursday morning here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Thank you for listening.